welcome back to HFC. That feels weird saying that. I'm trying to figure out new ways to introduce uh, the podcast because I'm kind of tired of saying hi and welcome back to HFC. Is um I don't know. I feel like after you say words enough times, it kind of lose meaning just because you're saying them. Anyway, um, so this week we're going to be talking about <clears throat> solutions to, it's kind of just like solutions to problems, both problems that are maybe consistent, having existed for long times that seem, oh, I don't know, impossible to to fix or impossible to solve as well as solutions to things that, you know, may have just risen up in that day or in that moment, and you're not sure how to handle it, you're not sure what to do. <clears throat> so in order to discuss this um, kind of uh, topic of solutions to, you know, problems of any type, we're going to jump right into Second Chronicles 32.30. It says, Hezekiah dammed up the source of the waters of the upper, don't know how to say this, Gihon, I think. Let me restart that. Hezekiah dammed up the source of the waters of the upper Gihon and directed them down to the west side of the city of David. Hezekiah succeeded in all that he did. I'd like to add that not only did Hezekiah succeed in all that he did, Hezekiah succeeded where others did not. And there was a reason for that. Hezekiah was a very godly man. During King Hezekiah's rule, he was very prosperous. He was a prosperous king of Jerusalem, and he solved one of the major issues with Jerusalem that existed at that time. Now, there's not that's not to say that um, Jerusalem doesn't have any other safety issues, any other issues like um, that allow it to be sieged or taken over. But at this point, this was a big vulnerability. Uh, the water source issue, the lack of a water source that was safe to access without having to go outside the city was big. Because of the lack of water source near the city, they were unable to fully defend because eventually we rented water and we last three days without water. So it left them very vulnerable. And so Hezekiah was able to solve this situation where many others could not. And they had tried multiple ways. They had tried covering it but none of those ways worked. Hezekiah, eventually, the way he solved it um, after he was, you know, inspired by God, was that he cut a 533-meter tunnel leading to the Gihon Spring, or sorry, Gihon Spring, which allowed the water to pull where it could be safely gathered. So that left, that removed the the vulnerability of... (sighs) of having to go outside the city in order to get that water, which again, we all need because water is one of the most necessary things. I, I think that's, that's evident. You know, we need water within three days or we're dead. Um, but honestly, as I'm reading this now, I'm starting to, I was saying solutions to problems, but maybe it's more than just a solution to a problem. Maybe you have a problem that you find keeps getting you in trouble. Maybe you have a problem that you feel like I'm closing up my walls. I'm trying to defend myself from sin and temptation and all these things that keep coming at me. But I find myself having to get out of the city to access this thing. 
and you're unsure of how to access it, you're unsure of how to find it, but you know it's an issue. You know it's an issue that you keep that you keep running into and you keep being besieged by these temptations, by these addictions, by these spirits, by you know all these evil things, the principalities of darkness, whatever you would call them, the multiple names. But the point is you're being besieged, you're being attacked, and you just feel helpless because you're, you feel like it's something that's a necessity. You feel like you can't live like this. You can't live alone. You can't live without whatever this might be. And you feel like you just don't know what to do because you're trying to live a godly life, but you're leaving these doors open because you you have this, what you perceive, either you perceive it to be a necessity or it is a necessity. I don't know. But I feel like what God's trying to tell you and I, because honestly, this applies to me in a situation that I'm not going to get into. It's just trying to tell us if we are giving it all up to him, that he's going to provide solutions to the most troubling and persisting and lasting situations or problems that we might have. Let me re-say that because I feel like I stumbled. That he's going to provide solutions to the most troubling and lasting situations or problems that we might have. I mean, we see this not just here. We've talked about the woman with the issue of blood. She had a persisting issue. God fixed it when no one else could. Uh, Now we have the story of Hezekiah, who multiple people had tried to solve this issue of the vulnerability of Jerusalem and failed. But Hezekiah, after being inspired by God, was able to solve it very quickly and successfully. After Hezekiah solved it, it was no longer an issue. I don't, I'm not going to lie, I don't, I don't know that there's any other quick fix to this than to say that maybe God was speaking to you and I about this, that there's something that we're leaving a door open to that we feel like we need, or we maybe we do need. Maybe it's just solving the issue of loneliness, right? We want friends and we don't know who to talk to. We don't know where to go to. Maybe it's solving the issue of being tempted when you go to certain places, but you know that you have to go to those places. I don't know. And honestly, I don't need to know. There's no reason that I should know your issues and there's no reason that you should know my issues unless God feels, you know, that tells you, hey, go tell so-and-so. Maybe they have some, you know, advice or they can hold you accountable or something like that. Just like Hezekiah, just like the woman with the issue of blood, just like the, the men with leprosy, God has the answers to those long and existing issues, issues that we've kind of just gotten tired of of, of trying to fix because we're like, they're always going to be there and you're just allowing yourself to, to succeed and then to fail and then succeed and then to fail and then succeed and then to fail just because you've you've tried, but nothing seems to work. And I feel like what God's saying for you is, there's a verse and I don't know it. Oh my God. It was actually just shared with me on Sunday. So maybe this is something that God's been speaking to me and I didn't realize it until just now. But um, it mentions being persistent. It's, oh, it's talking about a harvest. And it says something about you reap what you sow. And to those who sow consistently will reap a great harvest. So be persistent in what you are doing. I don't know the verse, but it's something along those lines. And I feel like what God is saying to you and I is be persistent. You're nearing your solution, but don't give up be faithful, be persistent. Don't allow yourself to go complacent with these things. Don't allow yourself to fall into it just because it's easy or you're lonely or you you need something. It's when we deny our flesh and we deny ourselves that we begin to see that God has been providing what we thought we needed all along. Or maybe there's someone in our life that can provide that in a godly way. Or maybe there's 
other ways to to receive. I, again, I don't know what the problem is, but I feel like God is speaking to someone, be it even just myself, or be it someone else listening to this podcast, that God has a solution to a problem that you have been dealing with, whether it be loneliness, whether it be addictions, temptations, just hold fast. This part is for me. But again, maybe you need to hear it as well. I've said it multiple times, and yet it's it's again, just kind of like the introduction, which is ironic, is maybe become one of those things that I say all the time, but I've kind of just ignored the meaning. It's, uh, I think I mentioned it last week. It was John 1 1. In the beginning, there was the Word, the Word was God, and the Word. Uh, I forgot it. Maybe that's something I need to focus on that week, on this week then. Hold on a second as I look it up and maybe this is something we both need to focus on. You and I, or all, in case you're listening with someone else. But it says, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Hezekiah found a solution to his persisting problem because he was with God, because he was inspired by God. If you have an existing solution or existing problem, the only way that you're going to get an answer to it is by being consistent in reading your word, in worshiping God, by reading that word and remembering it and, what is the word? Meditating on it. We allow God to take a place in our hearts. And when that happens, He's able to inspire us and give us solutions to problems that we believed were unsolvable or unfixable or impossible. Just like Hezekiah Many men, many kings came before him, great and not so great, who tried and failed to fix this problem, but because he was faithful, God inspired him with a solution to it. And because he was faithful, again, the end of the verse doesn't even just say that he succeeded in in um, solving the water problem. It says, Hezekiah succeeded in all that he did. So let's focus this week on getting more into our word and realizing that God can provide solutions to issues that we've kind of grown complacent with, that we believe that, well, maybe it's just a thorn in my flesh, right? The Bible does say that Peter had a thorn in his flesh, and maybe it was at one point. But I think what God's speaking to you now through this podcast is it's time to be consistent in reading your Bible. It's time to be consistent in spending time with God. And He's ready to provide that solution to the problem that you believed was impossible to fix or unsolvable. The question is, are you ready to receive that solution? Are you ready to hear that solution? And how do you hear? We talked about this last week, by reading the Word. Nothing like being corrected or um, convicted by God, right? feels amazing. But in the same way, it's a, it's a comfort to know that someone cares enough to convict you to see that you're failing or messing up and to bring you close, to offer you a way to keep them close, to have them with you always. It's it's comforting if you don't think of it in a way as a he's trying to fix you, more of he's trying to help you. He's trying to protect you from the things that you know you shouldn't be around, but you find yourself around anyways. Just remember, he will never leave nor forsake you. In all things, he does for good. Lean not on your own understanding or what you believe is okay for you. Instead, lean on his. All right. 
Well, that about sums it up for this week. I don't even know if this was long or not. I just, oof, I wasn't even <laughs> where I was planning on going. But hey, if one heart is touched, I mean, I think I'm succeeding. Just remember, read your word. Spend some time with God. He has a solution to that problem you thought was impossible to solve. However big or small it might be. As always, we're going to end this um, episode with prayer. Dear God, thank you for being present through all the troubles and victories in my life. Thank you for providing guidance, whether or not I was ready to listen to it. Lord, you see this uh, the situation I have found myself in, the troubles I face at this moment, the difficulties I have with keeping your armor on and keeping my mind pure and being careful with what I'm around. I ask that you inspire me with your wisdom, just like you did with your servant Hezekiah, to a long-lasting solution to my seemingly impossible or seemingly never-ending problem. Help me to listen to the guidance you provide. Let me and help me to humble myself that I might not just hear, but also adhere to your wisdom and guidance. Help me to find time, Lord, speak to me and guide me towards times when I can get more in my word and spend more time with you worshiping and praying so that I might, you know, have you, that I might be able to hear you. And through that, build my faith to know that you can inspire solutions to all problems, however big or small they might be. Thank you, Lord, for seeing all that I am and loving me despite all that I was and all that I do. Continue to inspire me with solutions to the problems I or others face. Use me to aid myself and others. Truly, I ask you to use me to change lives through the sharing of your love and word. In your name I pray. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of HFC. If you did, um, follow us on Instagram. I've kind of tried to be posting on there, but it's hard. I'm not used to running an Instagram. I barely post my own personal one. But send me messages on there. Hopeful to Christian. Uh, check out some of the posts I've made. It's sharing some of the verses. And um, just remember to stay in your word. Have a God-blessed week, and thank you for tuning in. Bye.